Welcome to Whiteboard Wednesday, and on today's episode, we're analyzing Christoph Milak's incredible 200-meter butterfly world record that he set at the 2019 World Championships in South Korea. This world record was once held by the great Michael Phelps. He set it back in 2009 at the Rome Fino World Championships. Now, if you haven't heard of Christoph Milak, we're gonna learn about him right here. He's from Budapest, Hungary. He was born in February of the year 2000. He is a young gun. He's only 19 years old when he breaks the world record, but he has an international resume even at the young age of 19 as a teenager. He stands 1.9 meters tall, about six foot three, and he's coming in at 83 kilograms, about 183 pounds. Now, he's been compared to Michael Phelps in a number of ways, not only because he broke his world record, but because of his stroke, his efficiency, and also his size and stature is very similar to Michael Phelps. But his stroke, which we'll talk about, differs in a number of ways. Now, in 2017, we knew he was going to be hot because he went a 50.6 at the junior uh, at the World Championships, and that broke a junior world record. 50.6 as a 17-year-old is incredibly fast. That was faster than what Michael Phelps could do at 17. And he won a 153.79 at that same World Championships. That was in his backyard, Budapest, Hungary. So we knew he was going to be fast. In 2018, he dropped time on his 200, dropping about a second, going down to a 152.7. That's super, super fast. And he, of course, continued to get faster one year later, dropping another two full seconds, going to 150.73. All of these are junior world records. And of course, the final being an overall world record. If you're wondering what was his time in the 100, he was about a 50.9. And I believe the semifinals uh, in the 100 at these world championships. But really, we're talking about the 100, the 200, I'm sorry. Caleb Dressel took down Phelps' record, which we have another video. Check that out in the description below. But let's talk about this 200 butterfly. Let's talk about how it compares to the old world record held by the greatest of all time, Michael Phelps. So Michael Phelps' splits uh, were pretty pretty amazing in their own right. He was out in a 24-7. Milak was out in a 24-6. Now at the 100 mark, a lot of people might not know this, Michael Phelps and Milak actually split the exact same 10 years apart. So they were out in a 52.88. Uh, both of them. Phelps was out, was holding a 28.1 on the second 50. Milak was 28.2. Very, very strong opening 100 speed, but the difference really comes on the second half. And this is where Milak was able to really take and pull ahead of what the world record was, pull ahead of the competition, and blow everyone out of the water, pun intended. On the third 50, he split a 28.69. Michael Phelps was a 29.1, also very, very fast. Milak coming in about a half second faster. At the 150, they both turned into 121. Uh, Michael Phelps was on the high end of that. And then at the 200 mark, coming in on the last 50 in a 29.16 for Milak, Michael Phelps was home in a 29.58. So as you can see, it really happened on the second 100 where Milak was able to really put it together and maintain his speed all the way through the full 200 meters, which is incredibly difficult in a 200 long course butterfly. And if we take a look at the stroke counts between what Phelps was able to hold and what Milak was able to hold, uh, 17 across, 18, both of them. So on the first 100, they not only swam the exact same time to the hundredth of a second, but they take the same number of strokes, 17 and 18 on the first and second 50 respectively. 
but it really happened on the second 100, that final 50, where you can start to see how impressive Kristoff was able to swim. He held 20 strokes on the third 50, 20 strokes on the fourth 50. Michael Phelps was 20, then 21, losing a little bit of efficiency. Now, as you can see, breaking it down on the second half of this race, their tempos start to pick up a little bit, going from 18 strokes to 20 strokes, really trying to make their move on that third 50. And if you swim the 200 butterfly, you know, or 200 of any stroke, you really know that the third 50 or the third 100 in a 400 is how you have to make or break that race. That's where you pick up your tempo. You can see both of these athletes doing it. And the final time on the board was a 150.73, crushing Michael Phelps's record from 10 years prior set in Rome. Now, of course, you should consider that in 2008 at the Olympic Games in Beijing, Michael Phelps swam uh, a similar time, but his goggles filled up. We're not trying to make excuses for him. Some would argue that his pace uh, at that point could have potentially been uh, maybe a 151 low, maybe maybe uh, in that territory. It doesn't really matter because Christoph was a 150.7, which is in a whole other category. And if we look at the way he swam the race and you consider how much opening speed he can actually have, the fact that when he was 17 years old, he went a 50.6, a lot of people would say he will be the first person to go under 150 in the 200 meter butterfly. And depending on when you're watching this video, he may have already done it going to 149 or even faster. So that's to look at the, the splits and the, and the numbers, but let's actually talk about his stroke and the characteristics of why he's swimming so, so fast and what we can learn to be able to do the same. So he's got a very high body position. All the best butterflyers in the world, their whole body, body position starts with the head, the chest and then the hips, his whole body is really, really high in the water, reducing the resistance, reducing the drag. Michael Phelps does this, of course, very well. Kristoff is able to do this with a narrow body position. He's, he's standing at six foot three, 183 pounds. He's got some length and, and, and height to him. And he's able to keep that whole body position really, really high in the water through the duration of the race, holding only 20 strokes on the final 50, splitting a 29-1, which is super, super fast. He's got a really clean hand entry and recovery. This is signature of the best butterflyers in the world. They have that loose recovery. The arms look like they're just floating like feathers on top of the water. It's very, very smooth, and Milak does a great job doing that. He's got a compact kick, right? So if you look at the amplitude of the kick, the best butterflyers are able to keep their feet underneath the water. They're not bending their knees a lot, and the amplitude of the kick, meaning the distance from the top of the kick to the bottom of the kick, is actually relatively small. And what happens is in butterfly, when you start to get tired, that becomes really big. And sometimes you'll see people's feet come way out of the water. That means they're bending their knees a lot and they're not keeping a high body position. So you have to keep the kick really compact, which is really difficult when you're getting fatigued and your body starts to sink in the water. He also breathes every stroke, except I believe in the second 50 or maybe the first 50, there is two, two strokes and then one breath. But for the majority of the race, he's taking a breath every single stroke. And we've seen some other butterflyers do this with a lot of success, like Michael Phelps. Oftentimes, swimmers at this level and this distance are taking two strokes and then one breath, which is perfectly fine, but obviously it's working for Milak and he knows that he can take a breath every single stroke and maintain his tempo, his body position, and how fast he's moving. And he's very consistent at pacing. I mean, look at these splits. He goes 24-6, you got the dive, you're fresh, you're, you're opening speed. Then he goes 28-2, 28-6, and then 29-1. Even the best butterflyer in the world before him, Michael Phelps, would go a 
29.5, right? So he's, he's maintaining but falling off just a little bit. And you see that in the 200 butterfly, especially long course. Christophe is actually holding his splits together better than Michael Phelps did on the second half. And you can tell he's efficient because he took 40 strokes in the entire last 100, cracking well under a minute on the way home. So the fact that he's coming home 28 seconds on the third 50, 29 on the fourth 50, it means he's able to maintain a consistent pace and he's doing that in training. And if we think about butterfly tips, we'll talk about training in just a second, but it really comes down to practicing your race pace speed in workout so when you get to a race, you can have a performance like he did. Now let's talk about butterfly tips, right? There's a few mechanics and they overlap with what Christophe is doing really, really well in the butterfly. The first one starts with the catch, right? We're talking about early vertical forearm. He's really be able to engage the pull immediately when the hands come. He's got that loose floating arm recovery and then he's able to catch the water and grab with a high elbow position and pull the water all the way through. And this applies for every single stroke. It applies for freestyle, it applies for butterfly, it applies for everything, trying to get that initial catch as early as possible, right? The press and the high hips comes back to body position. So the best butterflyers, what we can learn is that the chest is pressing down, which is bringing the hips up. And that's critical because there's two kicks for every single butterfly stroke. So every time the arms are moving, there's two kicks at the start and end of the stroke, and they're both equal, as equal as possible, in size and power. Oftentimes, swimmers have one big powerful kick per stroke, and then the second kick, if it's there, is very, very weak. The best butterflyers have as equal of a kick as possible. One is more powerful than the other, of course, but it goes with the press and getting the hips up high at the end of every single stroke. Fun tip, your butt should be dry at the end of every single stroke. That is your goal. And if your hips are really low in the water, it means your body position is not as efficient. You wanna get your hips up, press your chest down. And on the breathing, the chin needs to be low. Michael Phelps is probably the best in the world at keeping a very low profile in the water, right? When you take that breath, whether you breathe to the side or you breathe forward, you wanna keep a low profile to the water and the water should be just under the chin level uh, so that way your head doesn't go up and then your hips will sink. So by keeping your chin right at the surface of the water when you take your breath, you're gonna be the most efficient possible. And this is something actually Milak could probably improve. Um, you know, there's, there's a number of things that he's doing really, really well, um, but something like his breathing, his turns, there's definitely room to see him go under a 150, not to mention the fact there's only 19 to see more time drop. Now, it comes to training smart. This is what we're talking about, the set and the training, right? It's really important to train at race pace so that you can have consistent pacing. Here's an example. We have a butterfly set and you have a choice. You can either do five 200s butterfly, and let's pretend this is a long course. Five 200s butterfly long course on any interval, as much rest as you want, or you can do a series of 50s, and we'll talk about why these 50s are oftentimes more efficient use of your time than doing five 200s. Of course, the best butterflies in the world are doing crazy sets of 200 butterflies, uh, probably not that many of them, and they're also doing a lot of 50s at pace. So here's an example set. It's 2450, so it's only 1200 meters as compared to two, uh, 1000 meters, but it's a little bit more efficient use of time because of the speed that you're able to hold. Here's an example. You go 1250s, two butterfly, one freestyle. So you're gonna do that four rounds through and on the 50s butterfly, you're gonna hold 200 pace plus two. Then you're gonna go 850s, 
where you go one fly, one free, and on the butterfly, you're gonna hold 200 pace plus one. And then you're gonna go 450s fly at 200 pace. And so that's essentially a broken 200 fly. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to teach your body how to swim at your ideal race pace. So when you get to an actual race, you can, you can do what your body's already been trained to do. As opposed to doing five 200s butterfly, let's say you're a strong swimmer and you can hold two and a half minutes, right? That would be very, very impressive. You can go two minutes and 30 seconds for every single 200 butterfly. That's pretty fast. You're holding about, what, 37 seconds per 50 on average? But let's say if you could do that set going to 30, if you're doing 50s, your pace would probably be closer to 30 seconds, maybe 31, 32 seconds. And if you can do that, you're teaching your body to swim hundreds of meters of butterfly at your race pace, as opposed to doing 37s on all of your 50s and going a 230 for 1,000 meters, right? So it's how fast are you training your body? Now this is different than USRPT ultra short race pace training where you do even shorter segments with uh, even higher repeats. But this is something similar where you're teaching your body to race at a specific pace and you're also getting a little bit of an aerobic component because you're doing more than just butterfly, you're doing freestyle incorporated as well. So those are some butterfly tips in an example set of how you can incorporate some of the things that the best butterflyers in the world, like Christoph Malik, Michael Phelps, are doing. So Milak is really, really uh, the, the, the teen phenom of the generation, and it's really exciting to see what him and other swimmers are able to accomplish heading into the Olympic year. If you like this episode of Whiteboard Wednesday, make sure you subscribe and leave your love in the comments. If you have any questions, make sure you leave them in the comments and check out more videos like this in the description. Thanks for watching. We'll see you guys later. Bye.